Good evening, Christian Esguera, and welcome to this episode of After the Pack, where we get to see things more clearly, where we get a better sense of the truth. Let's begin by dissecting the news. The last day of the filing of the certificates of candidacy brought a few surprises. Senator Ronald Bato de la Rosa running for president at the last minute, representing a faction of the ruling PDP Laban Party. De la Rosa, of course, was not the administration candidate many had been expecting. But the president's daughter made it clear, again, that she's seeking re-election as Davao City Mayor. But with substitution still allowed by November 15, De La Rosa is widely expected to serve as a seat warmer until perhaps Sara Duterte is finally convinced to take his place. In this case, should we take De La Rosa's candidacy seriously? To be part of our discussion, send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANC after the fact. Joining us tonight is Senator Aquilino Coco Pimentel III. He is the chairman of the PDP Laban Party under Senator Manny Pacquiao's faction. Good evening, sir, and thank you for joining us on the program. Christian, good evening and to all of your viewers. Magandang gabi po. Okay, let's go straight to the point. What do you think of this last-minute filing of COC by your fellow Senator Ronald Bato de la Rosa? Is this something that you are taking seriously? Bato is my friend, but you know... Uh, Anybody who makes a spur-of-the-moment decision to run for president of the Republic of the Philippines, well, cannot be taken seriously. Uh, especially when you when you listen to his uh, question and answer portion earlier this afternoon, where he seemed confused as to when the decision to field him was made. So he did not even know. So I think he got coached by somebody na. Matagal na pinag-isipan yan. So, I mean, that, that, that was the answer given to him. But, you know, uh, well, uh, it is unfortunate that, you know, uh, they are playing this game uh, when they are supposed to be, uh, they're, they're claiming, the, 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 the Kusi group is claiming to be a political party. They held the very public uh, national assemblies or ceremonies where they formally nominated uh, their members or their supporters to high positions uh, in our land. And then, so the, uh, the nomination, and then we, when we compare the nomination to the actual filing, uh, nothing was followed, uh, Christian. Mm. Nothing was followed. So therefore, the, all the processes, the formal processes were disregarded. In that convention. But speaking of this candidacy, quote-unquote, by Senator Bato de la Rosa, what do you think is the play here? Is he really, you think, serving simply as a seat warmer, a chair warmer for Sara Duterte? First, uh, I'm not sure about the identity of the uh, the uh, their final candidate because maybe uh, maybe Secretary Kusi, well, he, ha he, he has a secret agenda which he has kept secret up to today but then maybe it, it was such an ambitious uh, secret agenda he's, he's unable to execute it so he's now trying to remedy the situation uh, buying time up to uh, november 15 which is the final deadline for parties to really name their uh, official candidates so yeah. but i do not know the final name because i i believe that they are uh, Secretary Kusi is adjusting on a day-to-day -day basis, depending on the on on the uh, feedback or the response that he gets from his uh, 
from the prospects that he has in his mind. So, so you don't think that Senator De La Rosa would really proceed to running for president, that he's just waiting for a substitute? I believe so. Uh, but anyway, uh, time will tell. Uh, one, one month and one week from now, we will know. But, but uh, how does this reflect on the cozy wing of PDP Laban Party? The fact that they could not yeah. come up with a clear candidate uh, and they had to field Senator Bato that's de la Rosa their... at the very last minute. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a very big problem for them because they claim to be a political party. They held spectacles, public spectacles, invited the media, had, had their events covered. And nothing was followed, so I do not know how their how their their uh, audience or their supporters feel when they when they named names as nominees and then uh, nothing was followed. So that's but that's their problem. Uh, that's so this is just proof that maybe they are not really a political party because maybe uh, the mastermind uh, secretary Kusi is getting his signals from outside of their group. That's why he's having a, a very a difficult time, a, a very big problem. Because he's waiting for signals from someone someone else outside of the party. That's, a, that's his problem. Can you elaborate on that? Waiting for signals from outside the party? Yeah, because if the, if the theory is that uh, uh, they're fielding a presidential candidate just to be a uh, placeholder, uh, to be substituted uh, in, in due time. Therefore, that means that you know the the their principal uh, target or prospect has not even agreed to their plan. And who That's do you it. think who do you think is this target? Now, I I, I would not uh, venture into giving a name, but you know the the sad thing is that uh, and this is what this was my basic objection when we were still together. You are dependent on somebody from outside of the party. That's the, that's our that's our that was our basic my basic uh, objection. So now I have uh, anyway the legitimate PDP Laban does not have that problem. We are we are very sure of our uh, candidate. We publicly nominated and proclaimed uh, Senator Manny Pacquiao as our uh, presidential candidate and gave him the power to to choose his vice presidential uh, running mate. Okay, and of course, how does this problem also reflect on President Duterte as the head of the party, whatever faction that is? He is identified with the party and the party is very much identified with him. The fact that close to the end of his administration, uh, his own party cannot, cannot come together behind a single candidate. But, but the, more, the, most, uh, the most powerful uh, officer of the party who should be the most responsible for the decisions made in the party is the party president. The chairman is only chairman of the national council of a certain body within our party. So let us, uh, the, this is really, if, if, if the members or the audience and the supporters of uh, uh, Secretary Kusi are confused, uh, they have no one to blame but the secretary himself. Okay. Why do I get the sense that uh, I've also listened to uh, some of your interviews before? You've always made that distinction or care not to criticize President Duterte and just target uh, Secretary Cusi. Why is that? Even if the president himself had attacked you uh, no, quite because, before. Because when I was when I was the president of the party, uh, 
President Duterte did not really micromanage the party. He left the decision making to me. So I know. So so I know this for a fact. So all of this, uh, the, uh, the idea for uh, President Duterte to run for vice president, oh, which 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 he uh, which he played along uh, at the start with, no. So in the end, he did not execute it. He did do it, oh, but. From from whom did this idea come from? So Secretary Kusi, that's his idea. But he's the president of the Philippines, and supposed to, supposedly he is in control of his own party. Uh, no, that's why we have to separate. Uh, oh, PDP Laban is different. You know, you, we have and, to we have to separate the uh, party from the governmental structure. Kaya nga kami, we, we always maintain that you know, uh, hindi lang sikat ang member ng party ng PDP Laban. We have also grassroots membership in the thousands. So these are the people not running for elections, but, but they should also be consulted. They have a voice in the party. So ganun po yun. Uh, the chairman of the party is chairman of the National Council. It is really the president of the party who makes the uh, critical decisions. And in this particular case, uh, that group, that group, he's not the president of the legitimate PDP Laban. He's, uh, he's the leader of a group which claims who wants to be to take over, to grab power uh, in PDP Laban. So I think he's the one with the uh, imaginative mind coming up with all of these ideas, okay. which, which he cannot execute. But aren't you also just trying to somehow squeeze whatever leverage from a tactical point of view? out of President Duterte to be able to court or at least not to antagonize him because that could affect the chances of Senator Manny Pacquiao? Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, President Duterte does not figure in the uh, formula for victory of Senator Manny Pacquiao as presidential candidate. Okay. He, will, he will win. He will win. Uh, the, the, the plan is to win even without the, the support of President Duterte or even against uh, the, the negative campaign of uh, the president. Okay. Now, speaking of the presidential candidacy of Senator Manny Pacquiao, a number of Isambayan coalition members or conveners have floated the idea of him sliding down, reconsidering his, senatorial, his uh, presidential run, and just run for vice president. And the running mate would be Vice President Len Robredo. Is the senator open to that? You, you better ask him, but I think we are past that uh, stage uh, already, uh, Christian, uh, because I believe that they have talked about this months ago, and uh, I hope the other side also considered the reverse of their proposal, that it would be Manny Pacquiao for president and then Lenny Robredo for uh, vice president. So. I'm sure they have they have discussed this extensively. Uh, Senator Manny Pacquiao even went to a one la, one last uh, one last effort uh, when he I, I think had lunch with the uh, Sambayan uh, conveners. So, so but then you know, tapos na po yun. I mean, na, na, we have formalized everything. Uh, well. That they should remain as friends. The two camps should uh, remain as, uh, uh, you know, um, as civil to each other as possible, and con continue talking uh, 
with each other but i do not know if we can uh, we can still come up with such a uh, setup so there are no more talks between uh, the camps of senator Manny Pacquiao and vice president len robredo regarding a any semblance of unification of one giving way to the other wala nang ganun sa ngayon oh, there none that that i know of as of now as of now as of now so, yeah. none, so that, none that i know of yeah but is there still an opening for that because the other group is uh, at least based on pronouncements they seem to be quite insistent for the senator to run for vice president well we we already have a campaign structure so that it will be now the campaign structure which will now discuss this with uh, with our presidential candidate if if we formally receive uh, communication from them and then they should expect you know uh, some uh, you know a response or a counter uh, offer so we are back to we are back to the uh, uh, give and take or the offer and counter offer months ago so balik din po tayo dun. so so in short the doors are not yet shut yeah you sabi ko we should remain to be civil to each other uh, all, although we we are we are we have uh, different candidates for uh, president it doesn't mean that you know the friendship ends or we we are mortal enemies already so we we, we keep on talking okay so so in this case as we speak senator Manny Pacquiao is intent on his candidacy for president Oh, siempre. <laughs> yes. Uh, nothing has changed. I, I, uh, I do not know where uh, uh, where you got your idea that something has changed. And then uh, nothing has changed. Uh, we are ready. Uh, yeah, because, when, when, hmm. when Senator Manny Pacquiao filed, we are ready. At the grassroots le level, we yeah. are ready. Yeah, because yesterday our guest was uh, Brother Armin Luistro, uh, a convener of Isambayan. And there was uh, a good part of our discussion where he said that... Uh, uh, Senator Manny Pacquiao and Manila Mayor Isco Moreno, they're still young and perhaps they, 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 they should reconsider uh, that plan and perhaps uh, for the sake of the country, uh, just run for vice president under Len Robredo. So, so that is the context of the conversation. Yeah, that's because it belongs to uh, Sambayan. So, and that's, that, that, I think, is their uh, uh, proposal. But if they're discussing it with media or over media, it becomes uh, propaganda already. So political or pro political propaganda. So sana, in good faith, you you reach out in good faith that do not use media. And okay. cameraman, when we reply, we will not use media. Okay. In your case, aren't you somehow offended for Senator Manny Pacquiao whenever conversations uh, tilt toward this, this end? Bata ka pa naman, and some people even question his competence. That's why perhaps he should reconsider running for president and just run for vice president. Well, that's part of the and that's part of the political That's part of the political process. There will be people, you know, uh, who are not for you, who will now come up with uh, all sorts of reasons and ideas. To to uh, uh, to support or to lift up their own candidate and to put down the the other. So we are we are not offended. Uh, uh, basta kami, we know that you know we we have our supporters. We, we our organization is ready. But then uh, you know 
gaya na sinabi ko kanina, let's uh, let us uh, keep open all the communication lines with all, with all of the groups because this is politics. But so, are you still open for uh, unification with the with the group of Leonardo Bedo? What's the meaning of unification? <laughs> if the, exactly. if 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 the yeah, I I said open open communication lines. But you know, if they have one uh, fixed formula and that's the only formula that is for them the only thing that we can talk about, then siguro nothing will come out of the talks. But uh, Christian, hindi kami naga, hindi dapat kami nagaway. We keep on talking. Wala, okay. wala namang problema doon. But I just, I just know, no, no, one, no one is forced to agree. And they should not come into talks thinking that we are forced to agree with them. So Okay. Now, uh, of course, I mentioned those who are questioning the competence of your of your candidate. Of course, you, you believe in your candidate. You, you you know you believe that he's competent to be the next president of the country. Yes. yes. But how do you how does your candidate's competence you think compare with the competence of the uh, at least on paper the candidates of the other faction, Bato de la Rosa and Senator Bongo? Uh, ano na kasi ito eh. Antig na natin mga kababayan yung puso ng tao eh. Uh, the, the heart must be in the right place. Uh, kasi kahit na napakaganda ng idea pero yung puso is not in the right place the heart is not in the right place the execution will be flawed the motivation of the program will will, will not be uh, for the benefit of the people so and then no one Christian no one can claim to be an expert in all the aspects of governance wala naman eh oh. so that's why uh, you convince the people that uh, you are competent enough to be president because you can provide inspiration, hope, pag-asa, and then competent decisions. Because that's it. That's it. There's no way to say that you know, I am like Albert Einstein. I am the genius in uh, governance. Wala pong ganun. No. Uh, in fairness, wala man nagsasabi nun, Senator. Okay, but but finally, what do you think of the Bato de la Rosa Senator Bongo tandem? Do you think they are competent enough to serve the in the two highest positions in the country? The, the, pro the problem is, uh, I do not know if that candidacy will go beyond November 15. So, wag na natin pag-usapan yung mga programa do gobyerno nila or competence nila. Uh, hintayin na natin yung November 15. Kung yan talaga ang magpatuloy na ticket nila at nangangampanyang seryoso, saka na po natin, saka na po tayo mag-comment sa qualification, programa di gobyerno, even the geographic uh, uh, distribution of the candidates, yung geographic representation. Uh, so, yun, saka na po yun kasi... Uh, as of the moment, it will be just a waste of time. Okay. Senator uh, Aquilino Coco Pimentel III, thank you for joining us on the thank program you. tonight, sir. We're going to take a quick break after the fact. We'll be right back. Welcome back to After the Fact. Joining us now is former Senator Antonio Trillanes IV. Good evening, sir. And thank you for joining us on the program. Good evening, Christian. 
Okay, for the information of our viewers, Senator Trillanes uh, filed the COC for Senator under the slate of uh, Vice President Len Robredo, who is running for president. The running mate is Senator Kiko Pangilinan. I'd like to get first your thoughts on this last-minute COC filing for president of Senator Bato de la Rosa. What do you think about this? What do you think is the play, if any? We have already anticipated these kinds of moves because um, Duterte has known to, to employ such deceptive tactics. In uh, Davao, he is very notorious for that. He almost always uh, utilized that uh, substitution process. And up to the last minute, he would keep on saying that uh, he is not in the mood anymore to pursue politics, that he intends to retire, that he's sick, etc. But then every, every time, um, he would still join the, the electoral process. So it's the deception and the uh, duplicity um, have been part of uh, his system or uh, his arsenal of uh, political tactics. Who do so you this think, is one of them. Okay, who do you think are they, are they waiting for to substitute? for uh, Senator Bato de Rosa? Uh, well, obviously, uh, the only option left for them is uh, for Mayor Sara. And it doesn't mean that uh, the uh, this placeholder or substitution tactics have been employed. It doesn't mean that it would be utilized eventually. So it would still be up to uh, Mayor Sara to make that decision for herself. And uh, she has been known to be independent-minded, but uh, just the same in case there would be a necessity for uh, that move, at least they have that option uh, through this filing. So, so you're not yet fully sold to the idea that she would not run for president anymore, despite her repeated uh, clarification. And there was uh, the, the most recent one today that she would want to serve for another term as mayor in Davao City? Um, let's just say that um, we are just preparing for certain contingencies. And that um, since, I, as I mentioned, the uh, Duterte himself has been notorious for, for uh, such um, deceptive tactics, it may spill over to the family. and. Uh, the administration for that matter. Okay. And um, it, it's just best that we we reserve that possibility. But what you make what do you make of this uh this uh, seeming chaos within the ruling uh, party? The fact that they had to field Senator Bato de la Rosa at the very last minute to run for president, at least on paper, and that despite the so-called popularity of the president, they could not get their act together and look for a single candidate to field in the 2022 presidential election? In, in a way, we have uh, anticipated this as well, because um, in Davao, Duterte um, didn't need to deal with this uh, disparate uh, political factions. In Davao City, he controls the whole electoral field, the, the whole political spectrum. So for as long as everybody worships him, um, he would uh, endorse or he would not support or endorse a specific 
councilor, for example, or barangay captain, but all of them would prefer their loyalty to him. However, at the national level, things are different. Um, these uh, national politicians work uh, independently at some point. They will uh, be an ally up to a certain point that uh, you're not yet at that lame, lame duck phase. But at that phase, um, it's uh, no holds barred or uh, the gloves are off, depending mm. on uh, their uh, diverging political interests. And that's exactly what happened. Um, Duterte probably at uh, some point during the, the middle of uh, the year, he thought that he would be an exception to that uh, tradition or uh, history of uh, presidents being a lame duck after the SONA. But uh, obviously, uh, the coalition collapsed just as fast as uh, those before him. Okay, but at the stage pending, uh, while well, we await the November 15 deadline for substitution, do you consider Bato de la Rosa and Senator Bongo as serious candidates of that faction of the PDP Laban Party? Um, we'll have to assume that uh, possibility also. Um, so the possibility is Senator Bato is the uh, presidential candidate or Mayor Sara is the presidential candidate. So it is safe uh, in scenario building, in political wargaming, to assume that either possibilities, either are uh, either uh, alternatives are possibilities. So uh, it's better that way. And we have learned enough also um, through the past elections that we cannot discount um, the uh, uh, certain candidates or the winabilities of certain candidates. So we cannot afford to underestimate anybody. But uh, as you mentioned, by November 16, all of these things would be uh, cleared. Okay, speaking of clarity, I understand the efforts are ongoing for the uh, political opposition to unite. I think this is the position of Vice President Len Robredo to continue the discussions. But earlier today, uh, we all heard quite a mouthful from um, Manila Mayor Isco Moreno uh, in response to the so-called appeal by supporters of the Vice President for him to withdraw his candidacy. So I think it's safe to say that he got offended. What do you think of the way the, 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 the Mayor of Manila responded to, to those calls for him to reconsider his presidential run and just run for Vice President under Lenny Robredo? Those who are in the know um, about uh, the political happenings and uh, those who have profiled uh, Mayor Isco would predict exactly uh, the same reaction that he did. And uh, that's why we're not really surprised. And uh, in fact, uh, we're relieved that uh, the true face of Mayor Isco has, uh, has been shown to the public and, and what is brought true? to light by uh, Mayor Isco himself. And what is that true face? That uh, he was never with us from the beginning. Uh, all this uh, projection that he could be uh, sold as part of the opposition is, is just a fraud. 
and that he was just trying to play both sides of the political aisle. And um, uh, it was untenable. And ultimately, uh, when triggered, the true face uh, uh, showed up. Okay, but in terms of numbers, don't you think uh, it would be wise for someone like uh, Mayor Isco Moreno to actually give way to Vice President Len Robredo, knowing that uh, he has higher numbers in pre-election surveys? Lamang siya sa Vice President. Do you think that would be wise to, to run as her Vice President? Theoretically, yes. But uh, if you're part of the team of Mayor Isco, you wouldn't uh, advise him to give way this early in the game. Probably towards the end, they can use that as a leverage um, by withdrawing uh, later on, let's say April, when it's quite clear that uh, their chances of winning are, are minimal, then they can use that as a leverage for, let's say, certain positions in government, but not at this point. And uh, if you are aware of uh, how... Uh, deep into the game uh, Isco Moreno is, then you can rule out that possibility, especially at this point. But what exactly do you mean? Uh, how deep is he in the game? As far um, as in terms of, uh, let's say, organizational preparedness, um, the, the building up of that financial war chest, the commitments made by uh, certain sectors, funders, and his supporters, it's very difficult for a, a uh, politician uh, such as uh, Mayor Isco to turn back on such commitments this early in the game. Um, so you can, you can rule that out. Uh, I know some members of or some netizens would want to romanticize uh, the political system of the country that it's, it's just um, that easy. If they make, a, let's say, a withdraw ISCO uh, as a trending label, then this, uh, this politician uh, will heed such uh, uh, trending uh, memes or, or labels. So, it doesn't work that way. It needs uh, so much more persuasions than that. Okay. Now, speaking of unity, uh, how do you respond to this uh, statement earlier coming from uh, Mayor Isco Moreno, referring to Vice President Len Robredo? Sabi niya, you cannot talk of unity. You yourself, hindi mo nga ma-unify sarili mo. You're not even proud of your party. Oh my God. Kung kaya mo iwan yung mga kasama mo, paano pa kaming 110 million Filipinos? And I think there's also reference to, uh, to the color, no? that uh, she didn't use yellow. What, what do you make of this statement coming from the, the mayor? At may isa pa siya sinabi, a fake leader with a fake color is a fake character. Uh, yung mga labels na yan, yung mga ginamit niya ng mga terms, ano? yan yung mga terms na ginagamit ng mga uh, pro-Duterte supporters. So yan yung saloobin ni ni uh, Isko and that's wh what I've been uh, telling that he was never uh, with us um, in the opposition because kunas opposition ka you wouldn't even utter those words to anyone uh, much less uh, the vice president so these are you, you can see that uh, it's going to be part of their uh, 
propaganda or a vilification campaign against uh, the vice president. Now, to explain uh, and uh, justify the those uh, uh, accusations against um, uh, VP Lenny, you have to understand that uh, it's uh, VP Lenny herself, uh, by her own uh, admission, um, exhausted all efforts first before presenting herself as the final option. Um, we have been uh, doing these interviews uh, the, the past few months, and we are also part of that uh, uh, receiving end of the uncertainties and the anxieties. But uh, she had to go through that. And as a result of that uh, very deliberate decision-making process, um, some uh, elements were were uh, drifted drifted away uh, in the process but then ultimately um, she decided if she wants to present herself as the next leader of the country she, it's, it would have to be a coalition okay. it won't be the usual uh, um, specific political uh, aggrupations so okay. it has to be diverse now let's talk about the running mate of Vice President Len Robredo. So the choice is uh, Senator Kiko Pangilinan. But according to Isambayan, you were the one that they endorsed. So what happened in that selection process? We were very clear, um, Christian, when, when, asked you, when you asked me the last time, uh, what are the options for us? The group early on has decided that if uh, VP Lenny would run for president, then I would just run for, for the Senate. We believe that... Uh, uh, my skill set and the the interests of the country would be better served um, with me as a senator of the republic. And politically, tactically, we also wanted to give uh, VP Lenny that uh, free hand to choose which among the candidates would best uh, help her uh, win the presidential elections. And um, Senator Kiko Pangilinan is a very wise choice. Um, he has a wide uh, political network. So uh, I believe it's also giving recognition to the, the efforts of uh, the Liberal Party to remain uh, with her the past uh, five, five years. Okay, but uh, is he the final choice for Vice President? Uh, meaning the running mate of uh, Len Robredo, because there are also discussions I, I, I heard. And this is also mentioned by Isambayan uh, convener, Brother Armin Luistro, last night on this program, that there are still discussions as to who should be the final running mate of Vice President Len Robredo. So there are talk of Manny Pacquiao or Isco Moreno to be her running mate. What do you think of that? Um, probably um, as late as last night, probably. But um, when Senator Kiko filed his COC accompanied by uh, VP Lenny, I believe that's it. I believe uh, that's the uh, stamp of uh, finality by uh, VP Lenny. Because I, I don't think she, she's used to playing uh, that game uh, unless... Uh, something comes up later on uh, out of uh, necessity. But um, I, I didn't hear of any possible 
scenarios. So si Senator Kiko Pangilinan na talaga yung tatakbo for Vice President para ng palitan? Um, that's uh, what I know. Okay. Now, um, what's your position regarding this continuing unification talks? Because uh, I think that is a position of the Vice President. Even if uh, the other contenders, including herself, already filed their COCs, unification should still, uh, the efforts to unify should, should still continue. But what kind of unification you think would still be realistically achieved later on? Probably uh, late during the, the campaign period, let's say April, uh, if the situation for some of the candidates uh, are not really encouraging, then probably they can uh, present themselves, uh, prepend, uh, they can present a uh, proposal for them to withdraw in favor of VP Lenny, just so um, they can get some leverage uh, for future political appointments. But uh, I don't see it happening uh, this early. Uh, because all of these campaign teams will still believe that they have a fighting chance. So they want to test out all of their uh, campaign um, campaign plans, propaganda plans, and see how it uh, would affect the electorate. Okay, and of course, a part of the campaign would be the narrative or the issues that will have to be tackled. Earlier during the, uh, as part of the statement uh, in response to uh, calls for him to withdraw. Manila Mayor Isco Moreno also mentioned uh, something about the DeMarcos as an issue for the Vice President. Sabi niya, yan lang ba ang dahilan kung bakit siya tatakbo? Paano naman kaming mga Pilipino? Wala kaming trabaho. Bakit kailang, kailangan uminog ang mundo namin ngayon sa away ng mga Marcos at Aquino? Sa away ng anak ni Marcos at mga anak at kasama ng Yellow Tards? What do you make of this? Is this even, um, is this even the, the issue actually that, uh, that is primordial behind the decision to run by the vice, by the vice president? I, I believe so. As far as uh, VP Lenny is concerned, um, the, the Duterte administration is practically a, a political child of the Marcos era. They have the same ideology, the same... Uh, propensity for uh, draconian uh, policies, uh, oppressive policies. So he, it's not lost on her. Uh, she's a very um, keen student of history, and we should learn from that. And uh, I believe that's the reason why she's stressing it, because the, the reason or the, the casus belli of uh, running to end the Duterte administration is already apparent to everyone. It's already happening. So it's very obvious she doesn't need to stress that. So she's just stressing the underlying uh, cause of uh, this uh, Duterte administration. As I mentioned, a political uh, child of the Marcos regime. So if uh, Isco Moreno um, didn't figure that out, then we would have a problem under an ISCO uh, administration. Uh, yun ang problema doon, kung ina-idolize niya yung, si, uh, yung diktador na Marcos, eh, doon din ang mangyayari. Pag nakaupo na siya, gagamitin din niya yung mga taktika na ginamit ni, 
ni Marcos nung panahon ng Marcelo. And uh, that should be a red flag. And ano, no? may kita mo yung um, offensive words na ginagamit niya, na yung yellow tards. Talagang doon mo kita. You would have to be a, a um, diehard uh, Duterte supporter for you to even come up with such words. At yun na ngayon, uh, maliwanag na sa lahat na all that illusion that this guy is uh, uh, is in the middle and courting uh, the moderates, wala yun. Pagpapanggap yun. So I'm glad na nag-out na siya this early. Okay. Former Senator Antonio Trillanes IV, thank you for joining us on the program, sir. Salamat, Christian. So that's it for tonight. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. You can watch this episode again on I Want TFC or listen to our podcast on Spotify. Now for recaps and other exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel and catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again tomorrow or on Monday, rather, after the fact. <laughs>